Welcome to the 10th episode of the Koi Wolf Digital Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, John Henshaw. In this episode, I'm sharing an excerpt from my interview with Drew Stroni. Drew is the founder of Memberful, a membership service that manages subscriptions and access to behind-the-wall content for WordPress and other platforms. In the first excerpt, Drew, who also founded the Theme Foundry, talks about his frustration with trying to find a good subscription service and how that led him to create Memberful to solve his own problem. I was personally very frustrated with the software options that we had like for the theme foundry. Um, and we were using one of them. Um, and I, I was just continually frustrated with it. Felt like it was a real poor experience. Um, and had just been, you know, telling myself that we should, we should do something here because we could, we could make something a lot better and eventually just decided to, um, go ahead and do it. And, you know, we were able to test it on, on like a live in a live way to start because we had a business that, that needed it. So we we're able to push a lot of volume through it and feel confident that it was like a legit, um, dependable solution. And so then we decided to open it up to others and lots of folks loved it too. And, and then things just kind of kept going from there. Yeah. I mean, I was, uh, I, I really don't, remember how long I've been a customer. I just know it's been many years. And, and it's funny because what you described was what I was going through just on the consumer end, which is, I, I mean, really quite honestly, I thought everything was just crap. And, you know, it, it, a lot of it was overthought and had horrible UX and was trying to do everything or looked really spammy, almost like it was made by and made for people who want to create spammy communities. And uh, one of the things that really attracted me to Memberful was, was that you weren't, at least at the time, um, and it may have just been because of you know the fact that you can't make everything at once, but at least at the time, you weren't trying to do everything. You were trying to do the core things and do them well um, without... Um, kind of getting in the way of the CMS. Um, that's one of the things I like about Memberful is, is that it just kind of seamlessly integrates with WordPress. Um, you, even to this day, there still aren't a lot of, uh, I would say, things you need to do in the WordPress admin because it just kind of works. Um, and even to this day, I would say also that when I go to Memberful's admin, it's also just what I need and, and it's pretty efficient. And even with your universal search to kind of find members or whatever it might be. Um, so is, is that sort of um, uh, how you, how you drive the product? I mean, just this idea of um, minimalism, but still having what needs to be there. Yep. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of things going on there. I mean, I think, from a, I guess, product philosophy, um, memberful came into existence out of, because of frustration with overly complicated um, systems that were trying to do everything poorly. So from day one, we kind of took a stance of like, we're going to focus on the membership part of this and make that really great, make the experience really great for the members. So that it just feels seamless. It's on your website, you know? Um, and, 
it, it just feels natural and easy to use. And then on the, the admin side, we also wanted it to feel like, hey, this isn't some overly complex um, thing you need to manage. It's, it's actually pretty simple. You, you, you know, you can see your activity, you can see your members, you can manage the stuff you're selling. Um, you can get access to all that, you know, right in, an, in a nice, easy to use dashboard. So, uh, you know, and, and we, whenever we add something, we're always thinking about, you know, how can we make this as simple as possible so that, you know, and, and make, and sometimes that, that involves us making some decisions almost for the customer to say like, you know, we feel like this is the way you should be doing this. So we're going to set it up that way and kind of like guide you towards that use case versus trying to make it, you know, um, a Swiss army knife of you can do everything with this feature. We're going to say, no, this is kind of how we feel it should be used. And we're going to, and, and that allows us to make it, make it more simple and, and make it easier to use. Well, I can tell you as a user, I really appreciate it. I, as I just said kind of before, like I noticed it. that was the thing that actually attracted me to that system because it wasn't overly complicated and everything's done poorly, you know, type of approach. Um, so Congratulations, you know, on accomplishing that. And that's probably why you've been so successful um, with this. In the second excerpt, Drew describes the transition from working on the theme foundry and starting Memberful. He also talks about how staying small and lean help them get through difficult times as they continue to try and grow the business. I'm curious to know, especially since you said it's, you know, it's bootstrapped and you can, you know, which is something I'm very familiar with myself uh, that was things I've done. What are some of the early hurdles you faced and, and how did you, how were you able to kind of overcome them? Yeah, it's a good question. So as I mentioned, we started, the theme foundry that that was our kind of first online business and our timing was really great with that business because we started it in 2009 2008 2009 and that was right when everybody was realizing that they needed a website and wordpress was kind of the go-to solution and 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 was kind of peak popularity i would say at that time so we got really lucky with the timing there and saying like, Hey, this, this, this theme business could be, could be pretty big. And this seems to be a growing market. Um, and, and we, we did well with timing there. So that business in that 2010 to 2012 timeframe was doing really well. And it was throwing off lots of extra cash. And we, and so, you know, times were good and we felt like the, um, the cash that that, that that was providing, um, you know, why not um, make a bet here and invest it in, in trying like a new product and see where that goes. Um, so because that business was doing so well, we had the confidence to take some of that, you know, some of those proceeds and invest them in, in a new idea. Um, so, uh, and we, we kind of, one of the ways I managed that was to just, Say, look, we're going to spend X. We're going to spend, you know, one year getting this off the ground, and we're just going to see where it goes, and then see see if it can kind of sustain itself. Um, and we were able to hit those marks of like, hey, we've got it built. We're going to launch it, and now it's been launched, and 
you know, within a year it was, you know, breaking even to them profitable. And then we kind of just kept, kept grinding at it, keeping it profitable. Um, and were there times, were there times when you're like, I don't think this is going to work or was it always just enough of it was promising and, you know, as far as who was using it and the growth and stuff. I mean, were there times where you were kind of concerned? <laughs> yeah, there were times when things kind of would, it, it definitely wasn't like straight up into the right. There were times when we kind of would just not, not go anywhere for a few months or, or you know, revenue would kind of, um, stall out a little bit but it was because we were so lean it was literally myself and one developer that and we we were we were keeping a tight lid on the costs of everything so and i knew the promise and i knew how how much our customers loved it and there seemed to be some like really good word of mouth building just in the the general um software community about the product so I had the confidence was confidence was high throughout, um, which made it easier to say, Oh, look, like revenue hasn't gone up for a couple of months, but we are still feeling good about like where this product is headed. And then, then, you know, as time went on, it, it started getting more and more profitable. Um, then we were able to hire, start hiring more people. Um, and then, you know, confidence kept just kind of, kind of building, um, as, as we got more customers and, and, and revenue started going up. I, I like that, uh, you, you know, you approached it uh, with that, you know, let's not throw too many people and too much money at this. Let's, let's keep things kind of under control, but stay optimistic and, and realistic about it. Uh, I, I think that sometimes people get a little, overly ambitious and uh, even just in their expectations and when they don't see that immediate growth it's either frustrating or they have to make drastic changes or whatever but um, keeping things sort of steady and under control and not freaking out when when things kind of plateau for a little bit um, right is that's just the reality of anything like this Um, if I had to take a guess. I think a lot of people don't have the patience for that. I mean, I think, and I think, like I said, their, their expectations are a lot higher. Uh, I, uh, what you said really resonates with me. That was something very similar uh, to what I have been through and, and how I approach things still to this day, which is um, don't overdo it. Uh, play, know that this is a, this is more of a long game, you know, instead of, right. instead of something that has to have immediate traction. Um, and, and everything you described, uh, that is kind of how, what I think I've kind of observed with the company, which obviously eventually did grow, you know, to a, a really good place. And like you said, you were able to finally start to hire more people and do more with the company, um, which then kind of, it's, I guess, led to the deal with, with Patreon. I mean, how did that come about? In the full interview, Drew describes his experience with Patreon acquiring Memberful, what it's been like after the acquisition, and he also reveals an upcoming feature they're working on. You can hear the full interview at coywolf.pro slash Memberful. Thanks for listening.